Welcome to the FBA Profits Show with your hosts Subi and Leland. Did you know small businesses that blog get 126% more lead growth than small businesses that do not blog? And, 81% of U.S. online consumers trust information and advice from blogs. Hi, welcome to FBA Profits. My name is Leland. My name is Zuby. How are you doing today? I'm good. Good. I'm, I'm excited good. about today's Sunday. topic. Yep, all day. Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited today. Today we're talking about the top five Amazon fulfillment by Amazon goals and uh, how to stay accountable to them throughout the year. Uh, kick us off with number one. Um, yeah, well, it's uh, th- th- there's a lot of different goals you could possibly have, but uh, we've selected five that we think is important. We have other podcasts and, and videos that you can go through if you want to really dig deep into them. Uh, but for us, for today, uh, our number one goal that we would recommend is to set and know your numbers. And by your numbers, we mean um, your top line number, which is your sales numbers, and your bottom line number, which is your uh, net profit numbers or ROI numbers. Um, there's a there's a d- distinct difference between ROI and net profit. We won't go into that right now. But um, as a goal, you want to make sure that you know and you have a, a target for what you want your sales to be. And these goals could be annual goals, they could be quarterly goals, they could be monthly goals. We recommend annual goals and broken down into quarterly and uh, monthly, but uh, whatever your uh, desire is, whatever your time frame is that you want to set a goal for, make sure that you identify and set goals for those for, for your numbers for both top line sales and bottom line profit margins um, directly for them. And just to add to that, because part of the topic is how to stay accountable to them. Really useful to keep your numbers together. So that's going to be however you're doing your accounting for your FBA account and however you're doing your um, uh, bookkeeping. You'll want to keep up on those, have some type of regular practice and regular routine so that you can easily get to those numbers and know what they are. Yes. And if, if this is something that uh, if Amazon is, your, is not a brand new business for you, you've been doing it for you know, months or years, um, you definitely want to set your goals based on your past performance, what your actual numbers had been in the past. So if you've been selling for a year and two months, well, now you have at least 12 months of data you want this year's goals to be higher than what last year's numbers. Um, so you always, but if you don't have that, then um, it's, it's always, it's still a good idea just to reach for a goal and set a goal. Even if, you know, you're not really a hundred percent sure if this achievable or not, still set it and then update it and revise it as your real numbers start coming in. And to that end, so you're measuring over time uh, period, the period, which leads us to our number two, which is an acronym ASP. So I'll describe what that is. It stands for average selling price. Um, This is something that more seasoned Amazon sellers uh, really pay very close attention to. Uh, Newer Amazon sellers, it's not really in their radar, uh, but we recommend that you put it on your radar because um, it basically, it's the average price of all the order, all the items that you sold in your Amazon store for any given period. So if you sold 10 items at $10 and 50 items at $5 and 20 items at $50, it's the average of all that. Um, and the goal for you is always to increase your ASP going as, as you grow your business, because the more the higher the price that you sell it at, the less work you really have to do, right? You're, you're, you're trying to sell uh, as many things as you can at as high of a price as possible for the largest amount of dollar 
profit that you can you can get. So your goal should always be to increase your ASP, but it's definitely important for you to know your ASP and to then set a goal of in- increasing it um, periodically. So suggestible, right? So if you're new to this, understand what it is, maybe begin to see it and track it, but moving that number higher, you would recommend for maybe somebody more seasoned in the FBA game? Uh, the first step for the ASP is to know it. And there's a place on Amazon, on your Seller Central uh, account that you can go and see what your ASP is on for any given period. Um, and we, we've, we've uh, reviewed that and discussed that in a different uh, recording. But, um, and if you need help learning it, just reach out to us and I can guide you exactly where, where that is. But um, your first step is to actually understand that there is an ASP and then mm-hmm. to go see what your current ASP is for how long, however long you've been selling and then to set a goal to increase it. What that means is when you set that goal, then every single time you go out to source for products, you're going to remember that goal. Let's say you have a goal of $25 for your ASP and you have the option of buying stuff that are selling at $6. You're not going to want to buy those nearly as much as if you find something that's selling for $35. Um, unless the $6 is getting you 30, 40, 50% ROI, then yeah, for sure. But um, otherwise you want to keep, you know, it, it really helps you in your sourcing decision. making. No, I appreciate you tying the, the, it's one thing to say, go set a goal for it, but then the action item afterwards. And that makes sense when you're out there sourcing, keeping that in the back of your mind will help you source better. Makes sense. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, that, that's, I mean, the, the both of these first two goals, they they start with sourcing, right? You're trying to find the best products to sell at the highest profit margin at the highest price to sell. And both number one and number two go right into that because mm-hmm. and, and and it all starts with it all starts with finding the right product to sell. You know, these products aren't gonna just fall in your lap. You're going to have to go out and source them. You're going to have to, you know, whether it's for lists, uh, leads lists that you're paying, whether it's through wholesale accounts, uh, whether it's your own, uh, you know, hitting the pavement and going uh, store to store and actually uh, doing re- retail arbitrage, whatever it is, it's not going to, you, you're going to be out there sourcing your own product. So by having these goals in place, it's really going to help you better understand which products to purchase and which products not to purchase. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on to number three is more operational. We're looking inside, right? So now we're trying to understand, are there improvements or is it time to start adding new bits and pieces and cogs to the operation? And that can be in the mindset of software. Uh, that could be a repricer. It could be other things. So I'll let you take it away. Yeah, and, and number three, and, and I think number five are uh, have a, have some stuff uh, that, that they're, they're, they have stuff could, that are similar. But uh, number three for us is start using software to help make your life easier and make your business more uh, seamless uh, when it comes to your sales and your sourcing and your understanding of your accounting, um, all of that. So um, the number one software that we recommend for all of our clients, subscribers, friends, family, anybody that wants to be in this business. Um, it's And we have absolutely no uh, affiliation with them, but they it really does uh, help make the Amazon business very, very much simpler uh, is Inventory Lab. It, it helps with, with um, having, you know, it, it, there's a lot of positives. To, you can you can create your shipments there. You can, you can um, uh, create uh, and follow and manage your inventory through there. But the most important part of it for brand new sellers is that it really makes your accounting 
a lot more user friendly mm-hmm. because Amazon does not have a way to know what your buy cost is. There's no, I have no place with Amazon. Do you tell them, Hey, this is how much I paid for it. So if you don't have something like an inventory lab, you are, you, th- there is no way for you to know what your profit margins. Are. So a software like inventory lab is, is crucial to really understand if you're doing well in your business or if you're, uh, if anything's going is profitable is not, it's great for sourcing. They have an app. Um, but there's other softwares like that, but it's important to have a goal of increasing the, le- the number of softwares that you're using or which softwares you're using based businesses. Um, in the beginning, if you have, you know, 50 SKUs or 20 SKUs and you're just starting, you don't need a repricer. But as you grow your business, you're going to need a third party automa- automated repricer because it can triple and quadruple your sales right off the mm. bat. Uh, without and if you don't have it amazon's repricer that they have that's the free one that's built in it's it's great to start with but the biggest downfall for it is that it never reprices up it only reprices down so um, you you're losing a lot of potential profits by using that whereas a third-party repricer can reprice up and each repricer has many different benefits and there's dozens of them out there so researching and, and setting goals of, hey, for this quarter, I'm going to find me the right repricer for my business and going out and researching it during those three months and then starting with one and, and you know, seeing how it works and fine tuning it. Um, there is a learning curve to learning to, to using each of these new softwares. Each software has its own nuances. So you want to be able to have the time and set the time aside to learn them but you want to make sure that it's the right software for your business. So um, there's feedback manager if you're worried about your, your reviews for your uh, seller account um, and, and many, many more uh, softwares. But it's important to have that in mind that, hey, I need to, as I'm growing, I need to invest more and more in different softwares specifically for Amazon FBA. And it's important to note the goal in doing that, right? It's trying to... Uh be more productive using less of your time. And I'm with you also with inventory labs. We, we should really talk to them about how much we so highly of them, we, but it's, it is a Swiss army knife. So you are able to check a lot of boxes and you may not want to maybe cost is prohibitive or you don't want so much that's there. What I've noticed with a lot of the software, and we've talked about them before you can look back through the other podcasts that we've done, and we've talked about other software that's available. Most of these have a trial, so you can try them out for a couple of weeks or a month. Some of them are three months and see how it works, run it in parallel with what you're doing. I can almost guarantee you with Inventory Lab, if you run them in parallel, you're going to see the bells and whistles are really worth having. So I'm with you on that one. Especially for new new Amazon sellers. Or wholesale and it's not private label, although they do help with private label as well. Yep. So yeah, that's that was number three. Yeah. Number four. Number four is, is your one of my baby. favorites. It's grow, yes. grow, grow. It's one of my favorites. Uh, <laughs> Amazon's business model uh, for any seller is you want to scale and grow. It's an inventory-based business, and the more inventory you have, the more you're going to be able to sell. So with that in mind, you want to start if you're brand new, you want to start finding and opening wholesale accounts. So our number four goal uh, for the top five Amazon FBA goals is finding and opening new wholesales for any period that you're setting that goal for. If it's an annual goal, break it down into quarterly and then break it down into monthly. But you want to go out and find different wholesale accounts. You want to, whether it's you're doing, you're, you know, 
doing the work yourself or you're hiring somebody to do it for you, uh, regardless of that, wholesale accounts really, really help increase the number of SKUs that you can have in your in your catalog and increase the number of replenishable items. If you if you for you to find a, a good grocery account, wholesale account, it's it's it can have a drastically positive impact on your um, cash flow because it's really, really beneficial to have these replenishable grocery items that you can purchase at any time that you want from a manufacturer or a distributor. So our number four is definitely uh, wholesale accounts and making sure that if you don't have any, you start getting them. And then as you start getting them each quarter or each month or each year, whatever your period is, start increasing the number of wholesale accounts that you have. Yeah, those can really augment or actually replace the amount of hunting that you have to do within the retail or online arbitrage, and it can drastically change your business model in a positive way. So yeah, that's an amazing, powerful goal. Uh, Number five, kind of going back to operations is finding more ways to automate, maybe outsource. Is it time to staff? I look at that at sort of outsourcing and delegating, right? Getting more people involved or different groups of people as you continue to grow. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and that's, it, it goes back to scaling and growing a business, right? If, if you want, if you're happy with just X as your sales and X as your profit and that you're really just, you know, not really looking to grow and increase your business. This isn't, this isn't a goal for you, but <laughs> I don't know anybody who would be in the Amazon business and not have that as part of their plan. So outsourcing and automating is the only way to really be able to grow um, and manage your, your growth in your Amazon business. Um, you know, there's only so many hours in a day that you can put into this business. So if you can't figure out a way to outsource uh, some of the repetitive th- tasks, some of the more mundane tasks. Um, uh, if you can't automate some of these tasks or hire uh, automation companies that can do it for you, uh, you're going to be spending a lot of time doing stuff that is going to stop you from growing your business. That time that you spend trying to figure out you know, um, how to get a refund or a reimbursement for lost items from uh, your shipment to Amazon uh, that time could be spent actually finding a new wholesale accountant and a profitable or profitable product, a new product that will bring you a lot of sales and a lot of profit. And so uh, there's a lot of sources out there. There's a lot of uh, help out there. Um, and with outsource and automate, I also, you know, you can get VAs, you can pay uh, third party vendors, you can get coaches, uh, you can get a lot of different ways for you to outsource um, your, the things that you have to do on a daily basis on your Amazon business. But it's important for your growth to really keep that in mind and really pay attention and have a goal of, all right, so I've gotten these five things down. Now I need to figure out how I can have somebody else do them so that I can move on to the next phase of my business and do more of what is going to grow the business. So that was where our five, right? That's all. Know your numbers, ASP, software, wholesale accounts, and automate. Yes. For joining us. Thank you. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit us at our website www.fbaprofits.us for more details like our Facebook group and Twitter for timely news and events.